0: You have to segment your classes a little bit. Some people don't want the competition. They don't want to see their stats up on the screen, even though it doesn't have their name on it or anything. So we are going to be segmenting our classes um, probably in the fall and winter that some classes are more performance-driven. Some are more classic spin where the stats may be up on the screen maybe a few times during the class. They still get them, but they're not as – concentrated on during that particular class so we're going to we'll probably segment some of our classes like that some of the classes will be performance team trials leaderboard other classes not as much hi this is amy the senior group fitness instructor at the indoor cycle instructor podcast are you looking for a spark of inspiration to bring to your next class Find us at indoorcycleinstructor.com.
1: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast. I love featuring new fitness studios, specifically indoor cycling studios, but sometimes they're not just indoor cycling studios. And Today, we're going to talk about a multi-format studio that's located in Paoli, Pennsylvania. And it's run by a, actually, a, I guess I would call it a conglomerate of instructors, uh, one of which is joining me, Suzanne Olson. Welcome, Suzanne. Thank you. Was that the right way to put it, conglomerate? You, you, you were telling me earlier you have five owners.
0: Well, yes. I mean, we are, I guess you could say that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't because know you what other word that. to use. That's,
0: that's <laughs> fine. Yes. We have five investors and five, just say five partners. Yes. Five
1: partners. Okay, yeah. perfect. And how did you all come together?
0: Uh, we've worked together for several years in varying capacities in different clubs around the Philadelphia area. And we respect each other's talents and we each bring something different to the table. I told you about Chris, who's incredible marketing promotion. There's another person, Debbie, who is very good with management, front desk, customer service. And actually, Brenda Elko and myself are the um, two individuals who run all the classes, the instructors, the programming. So yeah, actually, there's four working partners, and one is a very as a silent partner.
1: Awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and when did you open? April 1. April 1. So you're new to this, but I have a, a little uh, prior knowledge that you're not new to f- – fitness studios
0: no i own several in the dc market and uh, richmond virginia actually uh many many years ago like 20 years ago and had those studios for 10 years and ended up selling them but they were very heavily into group exercise programming and very well known in the dc market as well never thought i'd be back but here i am
1: here you are okay so how did you get convinced to come back
0: uh, Through a lot of convincing. <laughs> no, I really, I just, I really analyzed the market. I saw what was going on around us. I saw the box clubs, um, the quality going down there. I saw that my students and individuals they were coming to the club for good quality instructors and classes. That's what they wanted more than anything. They didn't want the rooms filled of weights and. Um, cardio equipment. They wanted experienced instructors who knew how to teach varying formats. So that's what we're seeing at Pure Energy. That's why people come to us is because our formats are always changing. Our programs are always changing. And we have very seasoned instructors who work with us. We don't really hire novice instructors whatsoever. So I also saw a lot of individual boutique studios, whether it be spinning or bar or Les Mills, let's say, opening up, especially on the main line. So what we decided to do is open up a boutique studio with the same intimate feel, but offer all those important programs that everyone goes for, spin, bar, yoga, Pilates, boot camp type classes, aerial yoga, just very interesting and um, on-trend programming.
1: Interesting, how do you manage all those different programs?
0: Well, there's actually two of us, and we have um, very strong background in Pilates yoga spin um, and multi training. So the two of us have a you know we've been in the business for a long time i've you know of course managed and so has Brenda managed Large instructor staffs to keeping the quality. I've done lots of instructor training in the past. I've worked for AFA for many years, doing a lot of their training. Um, so we do a lot of in-house training as well to keep the quality up.
1: Okay, and you know I, I'm at your website pureenergystudio.com, and you know you have under programs you have a lot of different programs. Which I do they do they uh, how am I going to say that do they do they help each other? Uh, do you have a lot of crossover?
0: You know what? going
1: to bars, going to spinning
0: classes? That's why people or? come to us is because there is crossover. The student, member, individual, participant who wants to come to us, they may take a, a boot camp type class one day and then they'll go to a yoga restorative class the next day and then they may come into a spin class and you know uh, get incredible cardio workout one day so there's a lot of crossover and cross training i will say some of our programs have brought people in more than others for instance the aerial yoga program has been amazing that is that's really
1: cool describe that to someone yeah describe that to someone who hasn't seen it
0: hammocks uh suspended from the ceiling
1: Brightly colored.
0: Brightly colored, um, very well braced. They hold up to 1,000 pounds. And it is great for yoga to support you, but also enhance your movement in yoga. But there's also a lot of other things we do with aerial um, classes as well. Aerial core, we can do aerial Pilates. So the silks or the hammocks support you, yet help you enhance your overall flexibility.
1: Right. And I can imagine if you got good on it, you could apply to be in a Cirque de Soleil
0: uh, event
1: because they do that. Think of Pink.
0: I don't know if you've seen Pink do it. (laughs) Think of Pink. And she's very advanced with doing the the aerial um, yoga, definitely.
1: Awesome. And are a lot of these classes back-to-back so you can take a spinning class and then jump into a yoga? Correct.
0: So what we've done with our spin program is – we have the SPIN Power program, of course, with the Performance IQ technology that we just absolutely adore because it gives everyone an idea of where their power needs to be, where their heart rates needs to be. And they get those stats. All the stats are mailed to them, emailed to them after each class. So, But on top of that, we also offer a lot of SPIN Fusion classes between our SPIN Studio and our, um, what we call our zoned room, which is a multifunctional room with TRX, kettlebells, treadmills, endo rows, all of that. There's a pocket door. So a lot of, so many of the classes will do spin, row, TRX. You do spin for 30 minutes, like interval spin. You open the pocket door. There's music in the next room. You hop on a rowing. Uh, into row you row for maybe do five minute intervals you go back to trx for five minutes you come back to the road and vice versa do a lot of strength functional training too so we're finding that our students love these spin fusion classes as well and I it's also a great introduction so for someone who doesn't want to be on a spin bike for 45 minutes to an hour this is a great way for them to start and it complements each other. So spin and row definitely complement each other. Whereas, you know, spin, you're very much into flexion. Rowing, you are opening up a little bit more. Yeah.
1: Am I, I was just looking at your website am I, and I saw some pictures. Are you carrying heart rate training through Performance IQ from the spinning room into the other group fitness type or boot tap?
0: Right. That's a good question. That's a good question. We will be set up to do that. In some ways, actually, um, individuals heart rates will stay on the uh, monitor in the spin room. So once they get synced, their heart rates still record in the spin room, but not in the zone room. So we're trying to figure out a way to have both rooms. Yeah.
1: Got it, because I see that that's valuable to those because then, it, you know, when they look at their stats, they obviously see the, you know, the the, the entirety of their workout, not just the, the bike portion.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Exactly. Now, um, I'm always curious to ask how you made your determination as far as the indoor cycles that you're using.
0: Well... <sighs> I've been teaching indoor cycling for a long time. I've probably been through every single program out there. I was interested in a program that had solid, good education. So I'm sure you know Angie with.
1: Oh, very um, well. Yeah,
0: with spinning. And I just so respect her. And I know that she ended up coming back to Mad Dog. She wrote the Spin Power Manual. I believe that. training with power and heart rates is the new generation of teaching spin. So I wanted, there's no other organization who can educate as much as Mad Dog as far as spin goes, and that's what I wanted for myself and the instructors. So all of us are spin, we are a spin licensed facility, and we have taken the certification, everyone is certified, plus everyone has done the spin power certification a lot, mostly with Angie as well. So we respect all knowledge. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I was going to ask Suzanne, how many instructors do you employ?
0: Overall, we have 40 instructors.
1: 40 instructors? Wow. I mean, you're a health club, really.
0: We are. I mean, we offer, you know, right now in the summer, we're offering 90 classes per week, but we'll probably be up to 120 very soon.
1: Um, And do you have a huge parking lot? You must.
0: We do. I mean, there's a, it goes all the way. And we do, and speaking of the parking lot, we actually do a lot of outdoor boot camp programming. So we're on main level. So, you know, again, in our spin and zone programs, you can actually go outside for a short, quick run and do some laps and come back in and you're hopping into one of the studios. So it's a pretty interesting setup that we have.
1: Got it. Okay. And we didn't uh, give anyone an, indi- an indication as to the space that you have. Uh, how largest of a, a facility do it's you have?
0: It's 6,000 square feet.
1: And it's broken into how many rooms?
0: Five studios.
1: Five studios. And do you have showers?
0: For we do. We have showers and lockers, a massage room as well.
1: Oh, okay. So you and are... And child
0: a- care. And we have child care as well, too.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, and, and you employ staff for that?
0: Absolutely. That's Amazing! It. We have a lot of kids' programs that we're doing. We even have a um, we have an aerial yoga for kids um, that we have every afternoon at four o'clock. We have a special teen program that we offer, and on Fridays we have teen video spin. So we put videos up on the big, you know, monitor and um, spin away with the teens.
1: Amazing! Yeah, and I'm again I'm looking at your website, and I, it's a live edit website, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, it is. Okay. Are you using the bike reservation system? We are. Oh, you are. Okay. Absolutely. Does, do, you, do you see that that adds value? Do, I'm, I'm, it is. I'm, and
0: as we grow, it's going to add more and more value. And we're, we have, there is a huge role that we play to educate our students and even to sign up for a bike, even to get, by their heart rate strap that has their stats. So we are in the process, process of educating our students. So they're getting more comfortable with all the new technology. And it's coming. Everyone's really excited about it. They love getting all their stats emailed to them right after the class. So I foresee it as being for someone who is performance-driven – Absolutely, those stats are great. But someone who is looking to get in shape, lose some weight, the stats are of the utmost importance because they can see their progress every time.
1: Did, did, do you hear that it's motivating or do you experience that it's motivating for the, the participants?
0: Right. It is if you create an experience. You can't just – You can't just quote technology and power and RPMs and watts and throw all those out to them. You've got to to spoon-feed them, and that's really important. But you need to create an experience in every single spin class. We realize that. It needs to be fun. It needs to have some sort of visuals, a lot of the visuals in the plaza. Sometimes we'll do a ride through Sedona and all that. We kind of say we, we only put the stats up maybe four times. Other times it's more performance-driven to where we put the stats up on the screen, you know, for the majority of the class. You know, as far as the power, the leaderboard, you know, any of the team trials that we'll run. But they are, people are really excited about it but we've had to educate at the same time.
1: You know, I've been talking about these performance display systems since way back. And during some of the original conversations or podcasts or articles that we had, I got, I guess what I would call some pushback from instructors saying, Oh no, no, we don't want competition in our classes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and you know, and I could understand that, and yet I've talked to multiple instructors and studio owners who have introduced c- competition right, and they're seeing competitiveness in people that they never would have imagined is, is 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 that what you're seeing
0: We are, and you know what you have to segment your classes a little bit. Some people don't want the competition they don't want to see their stats up on the screen, even though it doesn't have their name on it or anything. So we are going to be segmenting our classes, um, probably in the fall and winter, that some classes are more performance-driven, some are more classic spin, where you know, the stats may be up on the screen maybe a few times during the class. They still get them, but they're not as concentrated on during that particular class. So we're going to we'll probably segment some of our classes like that. Some of the classes will be performance Team trials, leaderboard, other classes, not as much.
1: Got it. And and I imagine it, it. It sounds like you're very intelligent, and and I'm guessing you're kind of testing and observing the results, and absolutely, and and, and changing as you go to, to to develop, like you say, the best experience. Absolutely. Okay. uh, Tell me a little bit about your marketing strategies, because that tends to be one of the biggest questions on every studio owner's mind is how are you attracting new participants?
0: Well, I tell, before we opened, we were lucky not to open up in the winter. You know what a bad winter we had. It was oh gosh. <laughs> so you <laughs> can imagine. Me, me. I know all about it. You can yeah. imagine what we went through because we had the contractors in our space. It was freezing cold because uh, the everyone had power down. We we couldn't even get power for a long time because you know of the bad winter that we had. But um, we try to get it as warm as we could. And we just sent out emails. We got great email lists, promotional lists, uh, contacts, and just had people come in and just experience even the pre-construction. So...
1: Oh, just while you're full of sawdust and saw horses. We were there.
0: We were there. We were talking. We had you know, good informational marketing pieces about what we were going to be about. So we were there. We were on premises. We just, before we even opened the doors 60 days out, we had a lot of traffic. The word was out there. We used social media, a lot of social media, a lot of Facebook. Um, We had... Just wonderful people working with us who had a big Facebook outreach as well. We'd use a lot of social media to get people in the door. We did promotional things. Once we opened, for instance, like on a weekend, on a Saturday, we would offer 30 free classes, 30 minutes long. You could come in and get like Saturday sampler classes. So that got people in the door. Every class was packed every time we offered one of those. So we do, we're doing whatever we can to get people in the door to experience what we have to offer. On a Sunday afternoon, we'll do uh, vinyasa and vino. <laughs> Come in for yoga. <laughs> a free yoga, cl- A free yoga class. And then we have wine and hors d'oeuvres afterwards. We work through Lululemon, who's doing a lot of community classes at our facility, and that's helping us bring people in. So we're doing whatever we can to bring people in. We'll give you a free class, we'll do a free promotion. We do we're doing a lot of demo classes now, and that seems to work.
1: You know, I'm I'm curious on the Lululemon. What- How did you get involved with them? And because, you know, they're the big brand, obviously, in the yoga space.
0: They are. How how
1: did that all work?
0: Well, we just have very experienced yoga instructors who are very well known in the community. So they just wanted to do some community classes with those particular instructors at our facility. They love our facility. The yoga studio is absolutely gorgeous. If you can look on the website, you can probably see it. It's just very serene with the big Buddha in the corner, and it's just a perfect environment for yoga. So they were interested in getting involved with us, and they do give us a lot of Facebook presence as well. They'll, they'll advertise it on their Facebook as well.
1: And that's where so many of your participants, customers, are going to get their, their gear. Do you do, any, uh, do you do any clothing sales with Lululemon on, in your
0: studio? We have retail ourselves.
1: Okay. but yeah. Is it is it Lululemon or is it no. It's your own branded.
0: Right. Apparently? We're our lo, our logo brand, and we're kind of we're branching out, and again, we're experimenting. We're experimenting with that as well. I had a retail store in one of my studios in DC, so um, I'm kind of I've been really involved with trying to build our retail um, store as well.
1: Is it profitable to do that?
0: Absolutely. But you have to manage it, it. You have to manage it correctly. Yeah, and we have a really cool logo, so it looks great on the clothes, and um, we have some interesting logo wear, I must say.
1: Oh, awesome! Yeah. Well, yeah, and that and people love to buy that stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just I uh, my daughter and I were out the other day, and we have a little town on the big lake by us, and. There's a little brewery down there, right? Excelsior Brewery. And Carly and I walked in there, and we you know, we, I need one of these T-shirts. And, of course, her and I got home with ours, and Amy, my wife, said, wait, wait, where's mine? And so we had to plan a separate trip. So people love wearing that locally branded wear, and I think that's fascinating to, to know that you can help add to your profitability by offering it. Absolutely. Uh, going forward, uh, do you plan any off-site promotions? you know, getting connected with fitness events, running, cycling, uh, anything like that?
0: Um, well, we do. Um, we, we've already done that. Any community event, we're, we're there. We're there full force. We have been involved with some running events um, in this area. A lot of schools who have Fundraisers, and they have you know 5K races. We've been very involved with that. We are involved with any kind of community uh, health fairs, or anytime we can go out and be there, have a table set up, we're there. Absolutely.
1: Got it. Now, obviously, you sound like a, you have a lot of energy, but at some point, I'm going to guess that you're not the only one doing this. Who else is helping you with these activities?
0: Right. I would say Chris is the main marketing promotion person. That's where, her, that's where her focus is, absolutely. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: But are you, when you're at these community events, who's, are, are some of your instructors with you? Yeah, they can
0: uh-huh. be with us. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I, I, okay. I go, we, we all spread it out. We all kind of take turns, actually. <laughs>
1: Got it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, now, well, now for, for putting my instructor hat on, are you compensating your instructors for this time, or, or how do you, what do you do with that?
0: Um, in the past, No. But I could see us, if they do do certain things for us, teach off-site special master classes, yes, we would compensate them. Yes.
1: You would. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I ask what you pay your typical instructors?
0: You know, we start at 25 and it's up. 25 and up. And to be okay. honest, we'll probably start paying our instructors on a sliding scale very soon.
1: Sliding meaning uh, per head count? Absolutely. Because okay. we
0: depend on our instructors to help us get the word out and help us market their classes. And we believe in them. And um, so I feel that some, some of the classes, not all, or some of the instructors and not all, um, would do really well on a sighting scale. And I think that's something that we'll probably think about in the very near future.
1: Have you talked to the instructors? Um, do you have their buy-in? Uh, in that about that you know with that they're going to have the you know they're going to take they need to take responsibility for some of their own marketing does do, do you
0: right uh, we do we have personal conversations with them individually and i would say it's the instructors that really feel comfortable with the social marketing who already do a lot of social marketing those instructors feel very comfortable with that in in marketing okay. their classes and they already do without us even asking right
1: got it yeah cuz the reason i ask that is that you know i'm involved in some of these facebook groups for instructors and right. you know, there's this kind of a back and forth well i'm getting paid to teach one class for one or a class for that's one hour long you can't ask me to do any more and there's some that are no i you know i want to promote my class
0: right uh, well we're a team you know we're definitely a team effort we everyone realizes that we just opened we need to do anything we possibly can to you know, promote the club, I mean, promote the studio, their classes. They want filled classes. Our instructors do. So they'll do whatever it takes.
1: Got it. Well, I think every, every, (laughs) that's an interesting thing to say. I know every instructor wants a filled class. I don't know that every instructor is willing to do the additional work that's necessary. Right. And so, and, and I got to imagine that if with all your experience, you've been pretty good at weeding out those. Absolutely. Those instructors that, you know that don't that don't take the team approach.
0: A lot of our staff I have worked with in the past, and I so believe in their talents and their teaching abilities, and they're on our staff for a reason.
1: Yeah, got it. Do you have? Um, and I explained to you this it's normally pretty random, so we just have a conversation. Yeah. Do you have a particular, a specific method of uh, recruiting and interviewing instructors?
0: Well, for the. For the first phase, it's been people that I have worked with. I I ran a a large club on the main line. I ran their entire group exercise program from spinning to Pilates to yoga to Pilates equipment. I had a huge staff there. So I ran that for many, many years. And over the years, I'd gained, I would say, a, a core group of instructors who I just so respect. And so the first phase we brought in instructors that we knew who could do the job. So our second phase, um, I'll bring an instructor in who's interested in teaching certain classes. I'll look at their credentials, their certifications, their education, and their experience. Um, From there, they audition. And then from there, after the audition, if they are I would say an instructor that could probably fit in, I would probably give them one class and I, would start, and I would probably take the class a few times. And we do do on-site training. I mean, I've been training instructors for a very long time, so we do evaluations and training in-house as well.
1: All right. And is it just you making those decisions or do your I would say myself and right Brenda. Got it. Who's was the okay. other partner, and, right. Right. And you explained earlier that you all kind of respect your expertise. Absolutely. And so, so your partners are okay here, and they're dealing with the, the books and, like you were saying, front desk uh, operations, that type of thing?
0: Absolutely.
1: This has been a wonderful interview. I really appreciate it. You were very well-spoken, so thank you. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you would like to share that you think would be beneficial to uh, either an existing or potential, a new potential studio owner?
0: You know, I would just say if anyone um, wants to get into the studio business or open a facility, it's all about offering quality programs. Because if you don't offer quality programs, classes, and and experienced instructors who really understand biomechanics, who've got great education underneath their belt, who know how to teach, teach, truly teach classes, not just get up there for the show, because that's what teaching is it's not about that. It's about really working and have that zest to communicate good fitness education to our members and students. If you have the passion to do that, go for it.
1: Awesome. Well, Suzanne Olson, Pure Energy Studio, thank you for your time. Uh, this has been wonderful, and uh, if someone has questions, um, are you open to... Uh...
0: Absolutely. You can find me, find me on Facebook or find it, find Pure Energy on Facebook and, and uh, message me. Absolutely.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time.
0: Okay, great. And the Facebook is Pure Energy Studio. So it's just not Pure Energy. It's Pure Energy Studio on Facebook. Got
1: it. And I'll include links to all of that on the post for this podcast. All right.
0: Thank you, John. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening to the Indoor Cycle Instructor Podcast the voice of indoor cycling you can find us at indoorcycleinstructor.com and we're in the iTunes Music Store search Indoor Cycling and subscribe to our free podcast now if you're like most instructors you're struggling with finding the time to create the perfect class profile and the music playlist to go with it if that sounds like you consider a premium subscription to ICI Pro we've done all the work for you Inside ICI Pro, you'll find the largest collection of comprehensive class profiles for teaching conventional classes, classes featuring heart rate, and also power, contributed by the most diverse collection of master trainers and rock star instructors on the planet. Every profile includes a complete music playlist we guarantee your class will enjoy. Combine ICI Pro with Spotify and you could be ready to teach an awesome class in minutes Visit indoorcycleinstructor.com forward slash pro and start your no risk trial subscription today.